Welcome to Regal's GQ Podcast. Regal's GQ Podcast. GQ stands for Godly Questions, uh, questions we propose to God, questions that are godly based that we seek answers for in Scripture. I am, I guess I'm your host, right? I'm Brother Art from Regal, from Restoration Christian Fellowship. Uh, Regal is our sponsor each and every time we open up and present this podcast, the Regal Room, uh, Griffin Avenue in Riverhead. I want to shout to the team over there. I want to shout to Jatea. I want to shout to Bellamy. I want to shout to Michelle. And I want to shout to beautiful Nicole. That's the team over at the Regal Room. We get together every Sunday at 10 a.m. We get uh, together also every Wednesday at 7.15 p.m. For more information on Regal Restoration Christian Fellowship, reg4l.org, reg4l.org. Let's pray. Father God, thank you again for allowing us to engage and allowing us to have this opportunity to uh, be a reflection of you, to represent you and to spread the good name of Jesus Christ to all who have ears available to listen. Again, Lord, we worship you and we praise you on this mission. And uh, we thank you for this opportunity that has been presented before us to love each other. Just as our Lord Jesus Christ has commanded. Allow us to do this in a way that is respectable and honorable. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, let me remind you before we get into our conversation, um, email us at GQTalk. That's the letter G, the letter Q-T-A-L-K, all one word, GQTalk at gmail.com. You can send in questions. Uh, we randomly pick questions from people who email us, and our goal is to answer them. Our goal is to give you some kind of guidance uh, but not through, uh, I guess you could say my personal preference, because sometimes some of these questions come in and I have something I would love to add personally. Uh, we aim to provide you guidance through God's holy word. That's our blueprint. That's our love letter that the Lord has left us. And I live my life. And here's something personal. I live my life to the best of my ability through God's word. And ever since I made that decision many years ago, life has not been the same since. Again, send your questions, gqtalk at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at Officially Regal. Follow us on Instagram at Officially Regal. I spell Regal again. It's R-E-G-4-L. That stands for Restoring Eternal God for Lives. Let's get to today's question. It's from my friend Yolanda. She sent an email in, and here is... Her statement slash question. I recently gave my life to Jesus, but I am in a relationship where my boyfriend continues to fail to commit and he does not believe in God. Should I remain with him? Note, we do share a young son together. Uh, Yolanda's situation is, if I'm reading this correct, she's in a relationship with her boyfriend, but she released, recently gave her life to Jesus, and her boyfriend uh, has no interest in God. He doesn't want to commit in God. Uh, she even goes further and says that he does not believe in God. 
she wants to know if she should remain with him. Well, Yolanda, thank you for your question. The first thing I would like to uh, say to you is that we love you. We love you. No matter what state you are in, uh, myself and the entire body of Christ, we love you. Why do I say that? I say that I come from a family and come from a background where there was a lot of love, but we never verbalized it. We, we never shared those words with each other on a regular basis. And I realize now that I'm older, that it's very, very important that you tell someone that you love them. So I love you, Yolanda, with the love that is shared with me uh, by Jesus Christ. I love you. All right. So here's the second thing I like to say. Uh, all of us here, we're very proud of you. The step that you have made, the step you've made by allowing God to enter your life through Jesus Christ. Listen, it won't just be a blessing for you, but it also be a blessing for your son. The world we live in today, in this world, it's not easy to recognize God. And it's even harder to recognize uh, how great God is and truly how much we need him. And because you have, because you've recognized all these things, please know that I'm very, very proud of you. Now, let's get to uh, your question that you've asked. Should you remain with your boyfriend who is not a believer? Uh, Yolanda, what I'm going to say is going to be very stern. I want you to understand that uh, in order to answer this question, um, I assume you want the truth. No matter how harsh it may be. I assume you want the truth. So I'm going to give you uh, some biblical truth. And I pray that you'll be able to grasp and understand it. And it'll lead you uh, the direction into the direction that you want to go. So let's look at 2 Corinthians 6.14. It always comes to mind. It's something I've spoke on in the Regal Room on uh, Sunday a few months back. 2 Corinthians, Corinthians 6.14 tells us, Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? I would love to jump into the second part of that scripture, but for the sake of time, and, and it's just the question that you're asking, I'm just going to focus on the first part. So first of all, let me say this. I'm not calling your boyfriend wicked or evil. However, we must be honest and say what he might be doing with you, to you, behind your back, Whatever the case may be, it might be described as wicked or evil or evil. I, I, I say this. I say this because in case you don't know, God has designed men to lead women. I hope you heard that correct. God has designed men to lead women. Now, he did not design men to be the boss of or the ruler over or the dictator of. He did not. Men's position in the family in the household are number one supposed to be a husband and that man and that husband and in your case father his objective is supposed to be an example of life and one of the top priorities if not the top priority is to lead his wife and his woman or his children to god Unfortunately, in our society today, uh, what most men are doing and what most women are allowing to be done is men are, for the most part, leading women to the motel room 
or the bedroom. And what happens is they eventually leave them there. And this is the nucleus of their relationship. Listening to your situation, I, I, I can't tell your place or, or, or really where you are in all this. But what I can tell is that you're not satisfied with where you are in life. Am I correct? You're not where you want to be in life. Um, so you're a little disturbed. You're a little unrattled. And trust me, you should be. Let me proceed by asking you three quick questions, Miss Yolanda. Okay, regarding your boyfriend, let's start with him. How do you think he sees you? How do you think he sees you? Now, to answer this question, you have to go back and analyze and look at the expectations that he gave you regarding yourself and your relationship. He placed things in your heart regarding your future. That is how you could tell how he sees you. By looking back and see if he's a man or individual of his word. And if he has allowed those things to manifest, those promises, those goals, have they manifested into reality when it comes to you and him? Now, what I need you to do, number two, is compare that to what and how Jesus sees you. Compare that to how Jesus sees you. The only way you would know that is if you would know something about the Bible. You would know something about the sacrifice God made through Christ. And what I'm trying to say is God holds you of an astute value. God holds you valuable. So valuable. There's so much love there that he sacrificed his son for you to have an opportunity to have the best life ever. You have to compare that to what your boyfriend is offering you or has offered or has even delivered. And once you establish a view of number one and number two, the boyfriend and Jesus, now I need to ask you to do a third thing. Look at yourself. Get a, a notepad and, and write down how do you see yourself through the experience that you've had with your boyfriend and the experience that you've had with Christ. How is your life impacted because of these relationships? Here's the point I'm trying to make. If your boyfriend was leading you down the right path to Jesus all three of those answers would be the same. All three of those would be congruent. They'd be parallel. They would basically, for the most part, be exact. Because they're not. Because they are different. Because uh, you're off track, more than likely because of the boyfriend. This is why God states we are not to be yoked with unbelievers. You see, unbelievers, they see life differently. And it's not their goal. It's not their goal, but it's part of their mission. It's a difference. An unbeliever will lead you down a road towards destruction. They will lead you down a road towards destruction. Let me ask you a question. Would you get into a vehicle with a person who holds the belief that at the stoplight, the red means go and the green means stop? 
meaning how they're viewing things is completely opposite of the way that quite possibly you view things. And I'm just going to say for the sake of a conversation that you see red meaning stop and green meaning go. Would you get into a vehicle with an individual with that understanding, with, with that belief that every time they hit an intersection and that light's red, they're just going to plumb right on through it? I don't think you would. Especially if your son is in the back seat in a car seat. And here's the reason why. Because this individual who's driving the vehicle is putting your life in jeopardy. You know, the same goes in a relationship, especially with a man. He is the one that's supposed to be, figuratively speaking, driving the vehicle because he is the leader. But you're allowing yourself to get into a car, into a vehicle, uh, might I say a death trap with an individual who sees completely opposite of what you see. And not only is he putting your life in danger, he's also putting your son in danger. This is what happens when you're yoked with an unbeliever. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying it. When you're yoked with a person who does not believe in God, they have a different standard and they have a different outlook and a view on life. And though they don't mean it, that's not their intent. You have to understand that non-believers, people who don't believe in God are actually being led. They might deny God, but they're still being led and they're being led into a direction of destruction. And whoever is following them too suffers those consequences. So I'm hoping that I've kind of, you know, gave you a platform to stand on so you can kind of see and see for yourself. I'm, I'm not saying he's a bad guy. What I'm saying is, does he have the best intentions for you? I'm not sure. I don't believe so. So let's find a solution for you, sweetheart. Here's a solution. The first thing I would recommend you do is pray. And all things pray, and all things pray. Pray, 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 pray. You must pray to God and say, God, I'm going to turn this situation over to you. I would love for you to lead me through this situation. And here is the prayer you must pray. Not my will, your will be done. A lot of the times we get into these relationships and these bonds uh, with people. And we say one thing, our actions actually reflect another. So must, you must pray for God's will. You must pray for strength that you honor God's will. Now, here's what I would also uh, suggest you do. It's talk time. It's talk time with you and in, 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 uh, your child's father or your boyfriend, if that's how you describe him. Um, it's time to talk about the future. Question that I would ask is that you have a child together. Why aren't you married? You don't play house and, and, and be a baby's mama and, and not have a commitment. You, you understand what I'm saying? A child doesn't make you committed. It makes you connected. It does not make you committed. And as many times the, the world will demonstrate how a woman aims to trap a man with a baby, there are times that men try to trap a woman with a baby. And the woman's trapping is like prison. 
because she's now stuck to handle the core responsibilities of the upbringing of the child while the man continues to live his life and do the things that he chooses to do. Um, I don't think you should be compliant with that. So I think it's time for you to talk. Um, you're not promised tomorrow. Time is a factor. Time, time, time is something that God gives us, but we cannot control. And we don't know if we'll have the opportunity to, to do tomorrow what we should have done today. So you need to sit down and have an honest, thorough conversation. And what I would suggest you do is start noting your expectations. These are the things that I'm looking for. These are the things that I would like. And don't allow your standards to be lowered. Don't compromise. Don't listen to Wendy Williams. Don't listen to the housewives. Don't compromise your standards. It'll be something that you live to regret the rest of your life. If this is what you're expecting, especially when you have a child in the midst, okay, please let it be known, be fair, and give him an opportunity to answer. Now, here is what you have to do. Accept his answer. You have to accept what he tells you. And if he tells you something, he has to live up to it. Sometimes what we say differs from what we do. Either way, it's up to us to accept it and believe it. Here is what God says about your um, boyfriend's position, or shall I say, this is what his position should be. If you look in Ephesians 5.25, it says, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. He doesn't qualify for that scripture. You want to know why? He's not a husband. And Yolanda, you don't qualify for that scripture either because you are not his wife. I'm just being honest to you. You have to change that dynamic. And he has to want to change that too. Skip forward just three verses, Ephesians 5, 28. It says, in the same way husbands should love their wives as their own bodies, he who loves his wife loves himself. You have to go back to that uh, earlier question, which was question one, and say, how does he see you? Does he see you as his wife? If he sees you as his wife, he should wife you up, as we used to say back in the day. But if he isn't doing that and he's making excuses, he's actually telling you how he sees you. And he's also saying that he doesn't love you like Christ loved the church because Christ gave up his life for the church. You're somewhere on the list below himself. He loves himself more than he loves you and, and, and Yolanda that's a standard set by the world that's not a standard set by God Jesus said love thy neighbor do you think he loves you more than himself he can't grasp this, this these things that I'm saying if he's going to listen to this he won't be able to grasp this initially because he's distant from God. 
I'm hoping uh, what what I'm sharing with you is is worth listening to, and and I hope it's registering with you. Let me let me conclude this by giving you one last example of what your outcome could be if you continue to be yoked with an individual who is not striving towards God, if if, if he's not seeing. You and him together as husband and wife and your son as a family in the future under the direction and the guidance of God and the Holy Spirit. If he is choosing not to do this and you continue to follow him. Let me open your mind to the great king by the name of Solomon. Solomon was great because he inherited his position from his father, David, who God had such a great rapport for such a great rapport that as a young Solomon made his way to the throne. God said, I'll grant any wish you want, anything that you desire, you tell me. And Solomon chose wisdom. Unfortunately, this wisdom Many, 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 many years later that 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 led Solomon's reign as king be so dominant. The wisdom he had seemed to falter later in life because Solomon married women that had a different belief system. They had a different ideology, a, a different belief in terms of who God was and this exchange this 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 encounter this this marriage these relationships were instrumental in his downfall if you look at first kings 11:4 it says as solomon grew old his wives turned his heart after other gods and his heart was not fully devoted to the lord his god as the heart of david his father had been the outcome, Yolanda, is if you continue to engage with someone who is uh, not one with God, if they don't have a relationship with God, I'm, I'm just telling you, instead of it's going to be a little stern, they're going to lead you away from God. It's a fact. I've seen it happen, and it will continue to happen. So my prayer for you is that you take a moment and see what is in store for you if you continue to follow a person who is not leading you to God. My advice, give him a chance by giving him your expectations. But if he balks, allow God to deliver you into the hands of a man that will love you, your child as well, and marry you, make you a wife. But will aim to keep you connected and centered in God. Otherwise, the destruction of your spirit, which I've seen plenty of times, and your child's innocence can be in jeopardy. Again, send your questions in to gqtalk at gmail.com. gqtalk at gmail.com. I'd like to invite you to the Regal Room if you're in the Long Island area, Eastern Long Island out in Riverhead. We have meetings every Sunday at 10 a.m. and 12 noon, and we have a meeting of Prayer and Bible Fellowship every Wednesday at 7.15 p.m. We would love for you to join us and just congregate in fellowship, because I believe that's what it's all about, fellowship and congregating. 
In closing, I'd just like to remind you that Jesus loved you so you can extend that same love to your neighbor. I'm Brother Art. Thank you for joining me today for the GQ Podcast, Regal's GQ Podcast. God bless. And I'm back to answer another question real soon. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of Restoring Eternal God for Lives. Please visit our website at reg4l.org and stay connected with us on all social media platforms at officially reg4l.org.